What's going on, everybody? Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, sorry. I'm over here kicking wires. My setup's retarded these days. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, let's see. While I thought I was gonna get a better setup soon, the work of the Lord is evident. Uh, so if you hear craziness just now, I had to fix the mic. Taking the headphones off so I don't have to hear the music in the back. Record freely. Sorry, I had to get this audio together. It didn't sound good before, honestly. Um, so I had to reboot the computer, get the mic together, uninstall some drivers, reinstall some drivers. I had to do a lot of things. But we're Gucci, we're Gucci. I think it's time to upgrade. It's time to upgrade the uh, the podcast um, equipment. Um, I need like a an interface at this point. USB is not gonna get it. But you know that's 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 a different conversation for a different day. What's up, you guys are listening to Mill Speaks? My name is Mills the Virgo. Um, beat in the back I think is a repeat beat. Probably used about two or three times already. Love this beat. I needed something chill, but not too chill. Cause I mean, I got a lot of shit to talk about. I mean, I, it, the, <laughs> the past the past three weeks has been hot to death. You understand? Like, uh, just from 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 uh, from COVID nineteen or Corona, like I like to call it, or um, uh, protests, uh, police officers being held accountable or lack thereof, um, uh, mask gate as it were. I like to call it mask gate, because y'all motherfuckers are really tripping about the mask. But anyway, um, you know, I've noticed the people who trip about their mask, y'all already nasty. Like, for real. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. Now, I don't like it. I don't love it, right? But I mean, I'll put the thing on. It ain't no thing to me. Now, is it a struggle to breathe? Yes. Okay. Yes. But that just is a common theme with, with the people that are just like, I refuse to wear that mask. You know? Um, Karen's. <laughs> Karen's and, um, and Chad's. I saw something hilarious today. Um, I don't know. It must have been a joke um, or something uh, lovey. I don't know her last name, but she's like uh, friends with lots of people that I follow. Um, and she's written a book, and she did an article, and I guess she was referring to whites as um, Karen, Susans, and Chads, and um, <laughs> so terrible. Um, and some white woman must have really been in her feelings. I think it was a joke though when she responded back. She's like, "Who the hell do you think you are? Okay, my mom's name is Susan. I'm Karen. Okay, my son's name's Chad." I'm like, wait a minute, this is a real thing. Of course, it's a real thing. What do you think we're just picking names out of the fucking sky? Listen, if I've called a white person, uh, Kyle, I know about two, three, five white Kyles, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, we don't just pick names, just random names, you know what I'm saying? Come on now. Come on now. Anyway, I, I think I have gotten off the rails just with this intro alone. Okay. Uh, episode is called, uh, Okay Girl, Keep Going. I have a lot of Okay Girls, Keep Going stories and, uh, situations, um, so let's just let's just get the hell started. Um, let me just go start at the back of the notes and then work my way to the front because I've made the first notes on May the 29th. So those are fairly dated, but you know I'm sure they'll come back up 
one way or the other. Alright? Okay, headphones off so I can get a free, you know, recording situation pop. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so uh, let's go to the back here. Okay, lots of things going on. Okay, so I, this is not at the back of my list, but I did want to touch on this. I had a, an interaction, okay, um, on Facebook, of course, because, I mean, where else do you have these interactions? I mean, yeah, you know, people use Twitter, people use Instagram, but, like, where does it really happen? You know where it happens, on the book. So, um, apparently, I guess this was two Wednesdays, or excuse me, two Tuesdays ago, election day here in South Carolina, uh, we were picking a, a multitude of things, um, apparently the Republicans were picking, um, senators and such, Democrats were picking, um, uh, the coroner and the sheriff, I'm confused, um, first time I think I voted where they said, well, how, well, how are you voting, and then they give you a specific, you know, thing, you know, so, um, a lot of people were put off by that. They were like, why the hell am I voting just for my party stuff? Especially when the senator affects like my entire life here in the state, regardless of my party, right? Um, so of course, you know, the goal of course is to get Lindsey Graham's punk ass out of here. Um, or, or Lady G, or Lady G, okay? Um, if you guys hadn't heard about Lady G, apparently um, Lindsey Graham had, um, apparently he is gay on the down low and he books his male escorts um and companions under the the female name or guise of lady g and um lots of lots of fellas have broken their ndas and have talked about this 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 was trending a few weeks ago um didn't gain much traction i'm sure they did a great hush job on this you know b613 probably went and shut that down but you know uh, that nonetheless lindsey graham is questionable at best and we we all kind of had a uh, had to figure that trump and them had to have something on lindsey graham had to because he hated trump when he was going and going and going and you know campaigning and all that stuff he hated him but you know he did like a crazy about face once he was elected you know like a lot of them did, but Lizzie Graham was like next level. Like I, I believed his, you know, you know his. Uh, I believed how like how much he detested Trump. You know, I, I believed that, and for him to do that about face, I was like, damn, that's even more fucked up than I could ever imagine. Even, you know, even for for him, you know. Um. So I don't know. So we we had a, a you know election, and uh, back home in Jasper County, um, where I'm from, I'm actually from Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is Beaufort County. Um, but when I was about 12 years old, my parents built a home over in Jasper County in Ridgeland, the neighboring town outside of Hilton Head. Um, uh, property tax, everything's lower over there. Um, I commuted from Jasper to Hilton Head every day for school um, and such. And we basically, um, you know, we basically were living that life from the time, uh, basically all of my high school years, all my high school years, pretty much, um, I had to do that, which was cool, no big deal. My parents didn't want me going to the high school that was there in town um, for a multitude of reasons, mainly because she didn't, they didn't want to like take me out of classes, they didn't want to take me away from my friends, all of these things, that would have been rough, I think. Um, but that's not what this story is about. So I lived in Jasper County for half my life and I lived in Beaufort County for half my life. So I feel very, very good about speaking on these things. Okay. Um, so apparently, um, 
there was a, a young lady I went to high school with and she oh man she she had been rather reckless with her mouth over the past several weeks honestly I saw like a multitude of posts from her she loved Tim Scott which if you know anybody is aware of Tim Scott he's the fucking worst okay so if you love him then I know we've got a problem um uh she also made a, a comment about how her kid was afraid to be white, I guess. Um, I think a lot of time, in the times that we're sitting in right now, um, everything is sensitive and everything is going to get addressed. So I think white, right now white people have a bit of um, fatigue going on. And it's okay, guys. It's okay. Just push, push on through. Because believe me, we've had to kind of press through a lot of um, bullshit. And we've had lots of fatigue over the years so you know you guys can handle this for the you know first few months here of of your um, engagement into the movement or whatever right um so basically you know she's just been kind of reckless you know fairly like one of those white girls that like um you went to high school with she knows you she likes you um she's not overly racist but she's racist and she doesn't quite know it like and she's asking the questions she's trying to be you know open-minded enough to ask the questions oh how come we can't just be you know da 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 da, da. and it's just like ah, come on you know the reason you know the answers you know what i mean so um but basically this is what happened um she got so upset she was so upset that in Jasper County, basically everybody showed up and voted in Jasper County. I'm not sure um, they didn't get the notice down in Jasper County about the voter suppression, but listen, those people showed the fuck up and showed the fuck out and they voted and they had a complete and utter flip. Everyone that was black that was running got elected. Everybody got replaced. Every office, every single office, right? So she made a comment, oh, I no longer feel safe in Jasper County anymore, now that there's another guy um, running the sheriff department, or had, you know, basically become sheriff of Jasper. I surprise, surprise, the guy is black. The guy that he beat is white, but now she doesn't feel safe. And her reasoning was because she didn't feel like the, the black candidate made um, an effort to campaign and get to know everybody because he only focused on the blacks now she didn't say this but i'm just gonna tell you that this is what she means he didn't come around and kiss our ass he only kissed blacks ass and i didn't like that at all and plus the white guys my friend that is exactly what the situation is now i pray when i post this that she gets on here and she listens now you and i had yeah, i'm gonna speak directly to her you and i had a nice interaction um a few of my friends came onto the post um and said a lot of things, but I think my words resonated the most with you. So what I did was, because I was being messy boots that day, a friend of mine had texted text me just to check on my life, me and my mom and all that stuff. And by the way, I, I've got some great friends. Like my friends have been really hands-on with making sure I'm good. I just got a text today from one of my friends, Keisha, and she was just checking on us. You know, how's, how's your mom doing? How are you doing? You know what I'm saying? You got to take care of you. You know, you can't take care of mom, you know, that kind of thing. And I love that. I, it helps me because I think a lot of people think I'm like uh, uh, aloof or oblivious or just kind of cold and um, and I feel like all the all the time all day. So like I'm constantly thinking about my mom. I'm constantly thinking about you know everything that's going on in my life. So it's dope to me that people will you know come out or go out of their way just to hit me up and be like, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? There's little things, right? So 
Um, so that, that friend of mine that, that hit me up, she basically was just like, man, I gotta stay on Facebook because, you know, some of our, our classmates, you know, they're really out of control. And I said, who, you know, and she, told, she said this person. And I said, you know, I did see her say some reckless stuff a couple of days ago. And so she sent me a screenshot of the initial conversation. And, you know, I think the problem was that this individual had a beef with a post that, that uh, the, uh, the guy that won. He posted something back in 2014 along the lines of this, because I'm not going to find it and read it. So I will just kind of, I kind of summarize it for you. Basically, what he was saying was, he was saying that it's time for, you know, the black community to be paid attention to. It's time for us to take matters into our own hands in regards to how we're raising our kids, what we will accept, how we're going to police our own kids. You know, how are we going to say, hey, God, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. You know, not calling the police, not leaving it up to social services or whomever to, to, to parent our kids. Um, all of these things. And so I think that, fuck, I think, I know when black people talk about uplifting our community, uplifting other black people, it sounds like we want to take over the whites. I know that's what it sounds like because if it, if, if, if it didn't sound like that, then people wouldn't act like this. You see what I'm saying? So I think, and also I think a friend of mine we were talking about this situation during the time that it was happening you know and she was like you know the problem is is that they believe that if we were put in the same position as them that we would do the same exact things that they did to us or try to get revenge and i was like yeah i could see that i can understand that being a fear because that's something that they did you know i could see that totally but also you have to know your opponent overall black people and most people of color so let's just go with black and brown right now. Black and brown people are the most tranquil people. Okay? Now, there are some rowdy motherfuckers after the motherfucking movie. All right? Everybody got rowdy motherfuckers. Okay? Nobody wants to be around a rowdy motherfucker, regardless of the race. You see what I'm saying? But we all got that rah-rah in, uh, in our group, our collective groups, as it were. Okay? Um... But as a whole, I like to think of black people as being nice, chill, docile. That's the way that was 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 uh, described black people back in the day. Oh, you can do so much to them. And then they'll come back and they'll be sweet to you. So docile, you see? You know, it's a kind of fucked up word. Not only like it. But I do think of black people as a whole and people of color like this. We, it's, we're very much a don't start none, won't be none people, right? We're not trying to conquer and take over and destroy right we can coexist just don't come the fuck over here with your bullshit we won't come the fuck over there with ours okay and that's just that okay now not to say that there aren't exceptions to the rules of course there are there's always exceptions to the rules but the point of the matter is this um we wouldn't do that because we know how that shit feels we wouldn't try to hold you back generations and generations and generations. We wouldn't try to hold decades of knowledge back or centuries of knowledge back from you. We wouldn't try to, you know, uh, demolish your families. We wouldn't try to, um, you know, completely destroy the family structure and, and you know, hold you guys back while we're having continuous success. It, it, that's, that's not something that we do. Just like hanging ourselves for suicide is something we just don't do. So don't believe the hype in the news when they say that they found all of these black people hung. Oh, it's suicide. You know, they said they had the audacity to say that the young man that was found in California 
Um, they had the audacity to say that that man hung himself. He's 24 years old, kid, 24 year old kid, hung himself because he was depressed over COVID-19. I, 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 I never heard anything so, so, so ignorant, okay? Listen, there's a lot of things that we can say black people don't do and you can find you some instances where they did it, okay? Probably everything. And I'm certain there's been some black people that have hung themselves and killed themselves. But what you're not ever going to do, you're never going to find a black person hang themselves from a fucking tree talking about suicide. Number one, you need assistance. Okay? You need assistance. You need a chair. You need a horse. Because trees are tall. You need assistance to do that. Okay? So, alright. But I, I didn't, I don't think I wrote that down. But, I mean, that is what's happening. Um, we're, what, a week or two fresh off of George uh, Floyd's funeral finally because i mean it took a while for them to put that man in the in the ground i'm not gonna lie to you um took a while but you know they got him in there i think last tuesday was was the final uh fume and so you know since that time i think four or five black people have been found hanging from trees and you know <laughs> This directly goes back to the conversations that we had on Facebook with the young lady, who I will not name. Um, she she will not understand because she feels like, oh, well, why can't Jasper County be great for everyone and not just black people? You know, it's and I had to basically break. The, it's always been great for y'all. Like, when has it not been great for y'all? Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to break it down, and I'm trying to get the response right now so that I can get a, um, so I can read it directly to you so that you guys can, um, hear how this conversation actually went. Because it's a disaster, you know? Um, but anyway, I, I definitely, I definitely, uh, was messy, and I posted on my Facebook, um, I posted, uh, how come it's racist for black people to want specific plans for their community? It's silly, right? I want the people butthurt about them Jasper County elections to answer this one, please. Asking for my people, right? So like clockwork, the young lady came right on my, my timeline and, and, and decided she wanted to, to answer. Now, if you guys are friends with me on Facebook, you have uh, full reign to go watch, you know, read this entire conversation. Um, lots of responses lots of replies here lots of craziness um I, this 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 post took a turn so i'll get to that in a little bit um, i'll get to it in a minute all right so the first thing first things first she comes back and says it's not silly for them to want specific plans for their community but how about for the whole community instead of just one race is that too much to ask um that we come together as one we in all caps and one in all caps and so for me and so for me, you know, like I just finished saying, because of all of these situations that we had, um, once we asked for cops to be held accountable, once we asked for people to be held accountable for killing black people, or or once we look at situations and say, damn, y'all really are racist out here. Why would y'all do, you know, these kinds of things. Like when you look at everything holistically, this question is a dumbass question. Is it too much that we ask, is it too much to ask that we come together as one? 
So of course I had to, my homeboy Corey, he said something cool. She said she understood what he was saying. What he said was tough to do when one group is treated differently than the other when it comes to breaking the law. I appreciated that comment tremendously. She said she understood and she said she wishes there was a way. Now I came back, now you guys, I'm gonna read it to you and you tell me if you were confused by what I had to say. I'm gonna read it and then I'll summarize, but I don't know that I'll need to. But if it, if it sounds confusing as I'm reading it, then I'll say, okay, I see why she's confused. Cause she definitely said she didn't understand what I was trying to say. So I said, I said, young lady, uh, and I'm saying that just because I don't wanna say her name. Um, there have been decades where black people and people of color were not even an afterthought. I think it goes without saying that white people or people that are mad have often had their desires met. So no, it isn't racist. It's a realistic view into our community. So she says, I'm sorry. I'm not sure I understand what you're trying to say here. We can't all come together and make Jasper County a better place for everyone. I said, you are correct. I'm not good at getting off these very real feelings over social media. I think my people have always wanted to get along with everyone. I have deep family roots in Jasper and, and even I have been treated like shit a time or two in Jasper. So sure, we would want to be one big happy family, but the people in charge didn't always treat them like big one big happy family. I guess we have, I, I said, I guess we've had different experiences. But when has a, I guess we've had different experiences, but when has a black agenda meant that we don't want anyone else to be happy or have an agenda? And then I came back and said, it's kind of like MAGA. When was America great and for who? It's time to allow others to take the reins and see what type of change can be made. And that means in Jasper County too. So she comes back and she says, um, she comes back and she goes, I don't know. I'm simply trying to understand. You should know I've always thought of you, thought a lot of you, and you were one of the people I was proud to call my friend in school. I'm just trying to understand your thinking. That's all, not to judge you. I told her no worries. I'm trying to understand a lot of things right now too. I feel no judgment. And then I came back and I think this is what kind of helped her to understand. I, I think this hit home and I, ha I was able to grasp what happened during this interaction before this message that I'm about to read to you was I, my aggravation level and my, my, my anger was at an all time high because I had the words. I just couldn't get them out because I'm just like, bitch, why can't you fucking understand this shit? Right. But so I said to her, um, also my thinking is complex because I'm black and a woman, two strikes I can never change. I get paid less than everyone, I have more education, and I'm often overlooked and misunderstood. Just know that my people are sensitive right now and the anger you're encountering is pent up from years of aggravation, oppression, racism, bigotry, and whatever else. I'm not perfect, but I try to be fair, okay? So then she comes back and she says, she's, you know, she's please understand trying to teach my kids. You know, I sympathize with you guys. I can't change, you know, history. I can't change my race either. I'm very sorry. I told her I get that. I get that. Right. So that was, that was kind of the end of it for me. You know, I was kind of done with the situation. And so that's, um, a good friend of mine came back and said all the things that, you know, I said in my post is the same things that Samuel Gregory, who was the guy who won. Um, said in the screenshot you were posted at least um that's how i interpreted it. and so the screenshot she posted she posted the screenshot and basically said that stuff about how you know oh he can't you know 
he doesn't want you know happiness for everybody he just wants it for black people right that's not what the post was saying the post was saying exactly what i said but it's fine um she came back and said thank you and after reading her thoughts i can see what you're saying so she kind of got it she kind of got it now i will say that a good a good judy of mine from a, from three five jobs ago um she came on here and she said exactly what i said but in the way that you guys probably would have appreciated this a bit more see i got way too many words and i also try not to be disrespectful um this wasn't a disrespectful response either it just was straight to the motherfucking point and nobody had time for no more mixing words right so this is what my girl we gonna call her kj had to say no offense just to, now first of all <laughs> when she said no offense just to begin so don't take it the wrong way i knew it was about to be on and popping you understand so she says no offense just to begin so please don't take it this the wrong way i see you mentioned is not silly to want specific plan plans for our community but why not for everyone well to that to shed a little light on that i'm getting excited so let's slow it down shed a little light on that right now at this time it is all about us right now because enough is enough <laughs> i feel that our race has tried continuously for decades and decades to include all but certain white folks are just setting their ways due to being taught hatred till it's impossible for in to include everyone and it will all forever be like that so with that being said since we as blacks see that we will never be accepted as whites <laughs> why not focus to make our community better now i know that that whole statement is problematic but to know kj is to love her and she did not mean that we needed to be accepted as whites she she basically meant that we weren't treated exactly like or specifically you know the same privileges weren't allowed to black people as white people i just want to be that very very clear she is not trying to be white just to be clear that's the homie um okay um she said uh i think i lost my place hold on she okay she said um okay with that being said okay make our community better do okay so so we supposed to just sit back and twiddle our thumbs and wish upon a star that's never gonna come so to create change that means some of the officials in these spots need to go and that's just it our race is power is a powerful race and it's time for us to come together as a race and show and prove we are somebody so when karen hit me with that i said damn bitch thank you i appreciate this i do i do now she did come back to Karen's uh, message, and y'all can go back, again, like I said, on Facebook and check it out if you want to. I, I can't do all of this reading, but I will say that I have another friend, Dee, that came on this post, and she's a white woman, and she's um, she's someone who um, has a, a biracial baby, so she had a, a black ex-husband. She, she is, she's team black people, honestly. Um, she is probably one of the coolest people I think I've ever worked with. And her and Karen kind of got back, went back and forth on a few things because there was a misunderstanding from both of them. And I had to go into both of their DMs and say, no, nope, that's not what she, nope, that's not what she's saying. I said, nope, 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 that's not what she's saying, you know what I'm saying? And um, it was kind of cool, but you know, so it kind of, it mellowed out. And what I loved about this interaction though, because it was like a totally different interaction. What I loved about this interaction was that both ladies was dead wrong and they both 
own their shit. They both was like, well, damn, I didn't take it like that. And if you if, if you didn't mean it like that, then that's my bad because I did. I took it a different way. And you know, they they cleaned up their own stuff on my post, and I appreciated that. And that further, further let me know that I fuck with the right people. I fuck with the right people. Now, I'm not going to hang out with these two in particular and they'll never be around each other, but it's nice to know that I fuck with, with the right kind of people. People who can be G'd up and enough to say, you know what? I was wrong. I took that the wrong way. That's my bad. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what we need more of. So, so, so that was like June 10th, right? That was 11 days ago when all of that popped off. That was too much. I, I said... I said, I got to go back to, to, to Instagram because this Facebook stuff is not it at all, period. Um, I think it's important for um, white people to know. Um, I'll speak to a lot of white people. First, it's the, the, the white people who aren't racist, but then aren't aren't understanding, right? Um, you guys don't have to sit this shit out. It's time, you just, just sit, sit, sit it right on out. And allow the change to happen around you. And then when, you know, it's time for you to tell the story, you know, your grandkids, great grandkids, you'll be able to tell the story. Okay. Um, white allies, I, I appreciate you. I do. I think it's important that white allies do other things other than go out, you know, and protest. We should do more, right? They can do the protest and they can do the protest. That's not a big deal. I think it's important that we do things like um, if you have a... If you have heavier weight in the court or the legal system, we need to have them over there. You know what I mean? Like we've got to we got to become a little more organized and a little more together on what we're trying to get accomplished. I think. Um, but at the end of the day, we've been doing a great job. Um, everybody that's been out there in these streets, y'all been doing a great job. Um, I think all four of George uh, Floyd's murderers. Okay. Were arrested. Now I did see yesterday that one of them, or a couple of them, are actually out on bail or bond. And the one that looks black, with the heavy beard and the nice lips, sorry, um, he was out at Cub Foods. I guess that's a thing up there in Minneapolis. Um, looks like a Whole Foods situation, maybe. But he was in the grocery store just buying Oreos, living his life. And um, some some young lady who was not black, okay. Gave him a hundred thousand questions, a hundred trillion thousand questions. Like, so you just get to be out in public buying Oreos? You killed somebody. You don't. What gives you the right to be? Listen, it was the realest shit I ever heard in my life. Like, they apply pressure to that motherfucker. So again, like I said, white allies, you guys are welcome. You guys are needed. You guys apply the pressure. Okay. Um, it's kind of like babies too. It's like a uh, kids, you know how kids are like fearless. Like they'll just jump off shit and not even worry about breaking anything because they've never broken anything. So they don't have anything to be cautious about. That's what our white allies are like. They have never had to have any type of major interaction with police like this. So they're going to go guns blazing. Fuck you, dude. You know, they're going to go guns blazing. You can't talk to him like that. No, he doesn't have to do that. You know, stuff like that. Stuff that black people would never, ever give, get away with. You know what I'm this is the way you use your privilege. This is the way you use your privilege. So we appreciate everybody that's down for the cause, honestly. Um, so I'm gonna go back to my sheet. Let's go back to my sheet. So recently it was Juneteenth. Juneteenth was two days ago. It's the 21st now and um, it's Sunday. So Juneteenth was 
Friday. Great day. A lot of people had it off. Not me. Okay. Not me. But a lot of people had it off. I think next year, this time, it'll probably be a nice federal holiday and a lot of people will be off for it. And that'll be really awesome. If you don't know what Juneteenth is, um, you should do some research. But I'll also give you a quick overview. Um, let's see if I can get the years together. 1863, 1865. 1863, uh, an Emancipation Proclamation was signed and good to go. Majority of black slaves majority of the slaves were free at that point it took about two years for the slaves in texas <laughs> to, to to know that they were free to understand that slavery was done um slave masters didn't say anything obviously um they had no idea i can't remember who came up ashore and was like hey y'all are free you know like wait what <laughs> I would like to think that if Jabila was a part of that that crew, <laughs> wait, what? How long? Two years? Oh hell no! You know what I mean? Um. So yeah. Um. So basically, that's what Juneteenth was. Uh, June nineteenth, eighteen sixty-five. That is when the last of the slaves, and it so happened to be in the state of Texas, was aware that they were free. So, <sighs> man crazy right it's really crazy so that's what Juneteenth is um, a lot of people didn't know about Juneteenth until this year a lot of people didn't know about Juneteenth until last year a lot of people didn't know about Juneteenth till a couple of years ago it's not a big deal it's not a competition right um, you're not blacker if you've always known about Juneteenth you're not blacker if you've always known about the Tulsa you know Black Wall Street massacre you are not less black if you just weren't taught that shit in school because a lot of people weren't taught that shit in school because nobody was okay i think crystal um from my favorite podcast to read she was taught about the tulsa stuff but she was from where oklahoma so yeah you see what i'm saying so i'm sure that a lot of people weren't taught about south carolina history i know about robert e. lee and his bullshit um excuse me not robert e lee Gosh, that's the, the other races, the other Robert Small, the other races, um, you know, so Robert Smalls, you know, I think they even took his name off the school several years ago because, you know, Robert, all of these people down here are terrible. All of these, all of these people that have statues that are white are horrible. And I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. There is no good white people that have statues up down here in the South. Everybody either was for the Confederacy or they had slaves. You know, they, their life was, was revolved around keeping black people down and in their place, you know, and all that kind of shit. Um, I think right now, Marcus Lattimore and um, uh, shit, who else, man? It's a few people from South Carolina right now that are calling for, I think, um, Alshon Jeffrey, Marcus Lattimore, and there's one more calling for Strom Thurmond's name to come off the gym. I remember when they built this gym and named it the Strom Thurmond Gym. It wasn't too long from the time when we found out that Strom Thurmond had a whole black family and had a whole black daughter still living. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, Strom Thurmond's terrible. It's terrible. And, um, you know, it's, it's a thing we have to deal with down here in the South. And the problem that we have is that we have so much friction 
from the whites that want to keep the shit. Oh, it's our heritage. It's your heritage. Cool. Then, then take your ass to a museum and go take a look at your heritage when you want to feel nostalgic, right? But it doesn't have to be a, a fucking statue, right? So these statues have been going down all over the world. I would say the country, but it's been the world, Craig, because the motherfuckers in the UK. First of all, the UK, I don't think that I talked about my man, Boyega, on the last podcast. And maybe I did. Maybe I did. But let me tell you something about um, John Boyega, my man from Star Wars. We gonna call him Black Star Wars, okay? Black Star Wars is my new hero, and he's sexy, and he's my new boo. And he was very passionate about about uh, uh, black lives and black women and protecting us and you know all of that kind of stuff. John Boyega uh, over there in the UK, he was there at a uh, Black Lives Matter rally. I'm guessing um, a couple of days after this this uh, speech went completely viral, the good folks in the UK drug some some slave master or some slave catcher or I, I have no idea who this person was. But all I know is that it had a lot to do with slaves. And they, they threw that motherfucker in the river. Okay? In the river. And I was just amazed. Because at this point now, everybody's just like, alright, yeah, take take the shits down. Take take them down because they're gonna take them down. Take them down. You know what I mean? And it's amazing. So what you're what you're seeing is a lot of things, a lot of progress happening. And you're gonna see a lot of um, secret, secret things. Like secret whites getting so upset. Like, that's why I think we have you know, the, the the kids hanging from trees. One of the ladies was pregnant, too. Black woman was pregnant. The rest were men. Um, we see so many things like this because it's like a retaliatory thing. You know what I mean? Um, I think we're going to see much worse things go on. There was a, um, allegedly, allegedly there was a mad KKK mob that was headed to um, Birmingham, Alabama to kill all the black people. So, you know, it's stuff like this that concerns me. But I, yeah, I can't lie to you and tell you that I never expected these things to happen because I've always known that I needed to be armed up. And I've always known that if it, 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 when it comes down to, to you or me, you, you're going to die. Like, it's not going to be me. Like, I'm not, I'm not playing around. I'm not scared. You know, I'm not like, oh, my God, things are going crazy. I'm like, well, how quickly can I get to assassin status and get my guns? And get right around here. Like, I'm trying to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith good. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be like John Quick good, okay? Halle Berry and John Quick 3 good. You see what I'm saying? Like, any assassin, Gina Davis and Alon Kiska Knight good. You understand? Um, who else was a great assassin? Uh, James Bond? Yeah, fuck him. Jason Bourne? Fuck him. Um, you know what I'm saying? All of these things, all of these different ways, okay? I'm trying to be that good. Because, you know, I need to protect. I have to protect. I will not be. Um, I will not be in a situation where, you know, we're a statistic. I will not allow that to happen if if I'm able. Um. So it's just it's just been a lot of craziness going on. Um. Basically, what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep it together around here because we're still dealing with a pandemic. Let's not forget that part. Okay, there has been tons of protests, tons of um, rioting and looting. Let's go back to the front of the notes. Lots of rioting, lots of looting going on, lots of protests. Um, I think it's fair. I think it's fair to say that um, 
things have gotten completely out of control in the majority of our major cities. Um, you know, uh, I have I have written down here that shit has to burn. Right? I have that written down right here. Shit has to burn. And I have written down Atlanta, LA, Minneapolis, New York. Like we can add um, Louisville, Kentucky to this list um, because we still don't have Breonna Taylor's murderers in jail. What we have is one has been fired, not arrested. Um, the other two have not been fired yet. My biggest beef with the situation is that we have a, a DA um, that is in Trump's pocket or had Trump's in his pocket or whatever the circumstance is. And so you've got something where you don't feel like we're going to see justice in this situation. And, and we don't know that we're going to see justice anywhere else either, but at least in Atlanta, they have arrested the two cops that killed uh, Rayshad Brooks and they arrested the two bums that shot and killed Ahmad Arbery. And of course the four were arrested in Minneapolis for killing George Floyd. The biggest issue that we have in the gaping hole in this situation, because it was all together at one time is Breonna Taylor, you know? And you know, that opens up a different conversation that we have been having, I think as the black community and black female community of black women being at the forefront of the revolution, being there to support the men always. But then when it's time to protect us, we don't see that same respect. We don't see that same energy. And that's what, what uh, Boyega was trying to say. <laughs> Boyega straight up said it, we have to protect black women. They are ours. You know, I was listening to The Breakfast Club last week and Charlemagne said that one of his white friends said to him that black men treat their women the way that white people treat black people. How disastrous is that? How disastrous is that? And Charlotte said it stung him and it should. It should sting you because you spent a long time loving the music that's trash. You spent a long time cheating on the woman that has born three of your children. You know, all of these things, all of these things. So yeah, disrespect is real and people see it. We're not just the only ones talking about it. You know what I mean? And so, um, it would be nice if we could get that type of support from them, from our men. Okay. Um, it's really hard. It's really hard, um, to keep fighting for folks that continuously treat you bad. Right. So, and I know that you guys, if any of you listen to the read, you, you've heard them say the same thing, but then just, you know, they're talking about gays in lesbians, you know, that community, plus the trans community, you know, black people, black men are killing black, you know, trans men and women. That's a problem too. I apologize. I just had a complete disastrous uh, interruption. Uh, the people in my, my neighborhood slash building here, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know who raised these people. I, I'm going to be honest with you. This is not on any list of mine to talk about these ignorant motherfuckers I live around. But who raised these people? I, somebody had a cookout and decided to dump their coals over here in like some bushes next to the building. You know, where pipes and stuff are like uh, uh, like our, our gutters situation. Like, And it's nothing but pine straw and leaves. And, you know, it's a recipe for a whole house fire. It's a recipe for me losing everything because somebody was stupid. It's a, it's a lot of them too. So I had to just go downstairs right quick to see what the fuck was going on. 
people downstairs was trying to get it handled. Um, apparently they didn't do it, but I would love to know who did it. I have got to get out of here. Y'all pray for us. We got to hurry up and get our house and get the hell out of here because I refuse to, to, to be in this situation here. If, I, if I'm gonna be in some sort of house fire and lose everything, I want it to be in my house, let it be an electrical issue or whatever the circumstance is, you know what I'm saying? Something that was, you know, uncontrollable. I don't have time to be dealing with these people who are just, just ridiculous. You, you, you know, I saw a girl take a pot of spaghetti and dump it across from where I, I, I live. It's, it's like, a, it's, it faces I-20, so it's not even woods. Okay, it's just a brush. She just dumped it over. It. She was literally like twenty feet from the from the trash can, man. What's wrong with you? I just, oh God. All right, sorry. Anyway, so yeah, you know, like I was saying earlier about the shit, you know, people were struggling up to 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 help to help the black men when the black men seem seemingly have issues with um, being loyal and and such to uh, black women and everyone else because honestly. Like Charlemagne's friend said, black men do kind of act uh, like their privilege is non-existent, you know. So there's that. Um, I'm gonna move on because I didn't got totally distracted and I don't even know where I'm at with this. Um, let's talk music. Let's talk verses. That'd be dope. Let's talk verses. Um, let's see. We had a couple of verses, if I'm not mistaken, since the last time I recorded. The last one was um, was Fred Hammond versus Kurt Franklin, a nice little gospel one. And then the latest one was Juneteenth on Friday night. Uh, it was Alicia Keys versus John Legend, which was fantastic. Believe me, it was fantastic. Um, it's really dope to see. It's really, really dope to see artists come together um, and have a mutual love and respect for one another. Um, Alicia Keys and John Legend were in the same building, had both of their pianos there. I mean, it was just a great situation. Um, and they have, all of them have really, really, or both of them have tremendous hits. Um, I think everybody knows Alicia Keys kind of, kind of would take this, but John Legend came back with some really, really good, really, really good um, songs and a really good uh, situation, you know what I mean? And so, if you guys have Tidal or Apple Music or even Spotify, I'm, I'm sure, um, you can check the uh, playlists out for yourself. Um, I will say that just like I did for the Jill Scott, Erica Badu one, Jill Scott, uh, I, I said that um, those final songs, you know how I did like the breakdown of like the final songs was like uppercut after uppercut. Well, Alicia Keys did that to John Legend the entire time. And John Legend had great, you know, responses but it's like every time he had a great response, Alicia Keys had a harder uppercut. It was like fighting um, against Thor and the hammer. If he had the hammer and the axe. It's like, God dang, I got the hammer out of his hand, but he got the axe too, you know? So um, so that's kind of how that was. Um, I think it's also on YouTube. I think it's streamed on Apple Music as well. And if you go to the Instagram on Versus TV, you'll be able to um, watch it. I think they keep it there. Um, in this entirety, it was over two and a half hours long, I think. Um, and it was good. It was really, really good. Um, but I was totally distracted. It was so much happening that night. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race was on. You know I had to watch that. Um, by, uh, my show came back um, last week, the, the Order, okay? And that's on Netflix. And it came back with season two, which I kind of knew it was coming back, but then I was I forgot. So when I saw it on my 
on my thing. I was like, oh, snap, you know? So I was pretty happy about that. And, um, you know, I had a lot going on, a lot going on. So, um, oh, and I had got my, my hair braided earlier that day. So I was kind of like rushing around in the afternoon because she was done by 5.30, but I didn't get home until probably around six. And, you know, I just rushing around. Oh, it was just so much happening at one time. So to sit down and focus on all of it um, was hard. So I might actually run it back on YouTube or something like that um, just to see see it again. Um, but yeah, we, um, we enjoyed the hell out of that tremendously. Um, I think over uh, a billion impressions, but I think about the, I think it topped off on Instagram at like 160,000 total like at, at a certain point like that was the peak um but um you know it streamed on apple music too so i think that they got the majority of their views there um not apple music excuse me apple yeah apple music tv whatever the fuck who knows um it streamed over there with them apple folks and um they uh they got it right so um so yeah and then, and i also wondered I also wondered why they didn't do that more often. Like, why wouldn't you have Versus be able to stream on Tidal and Apple Music and all these things? Like, why couldn't you have that streaming just like that on those platforms that can handle certain things, blah, 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 you know what I mean? Like, and you have apps that you can download onto your Fire Stick or your TV if you have a smart TV and you can watch it straight on your TV instead of your devices. I mean, it just makes total sense, but who knows? That plan could be in the works. So, shout out to Versus TV. Shout out to uh, Timbaland in Swiss Beats for still doing the Lord's work and bringing us um, legendary music, legendary matchups. Um, let me see what we got. Um, I'm going back to my notes here. I talked about verses. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. NCAA, NCAA, NCAA. So college football, basketball is facing some interesting times right now. Um, there's a top pick. Can't remember his name at all. You can do the research if you care. Um, basketball, like he's uh, like top pick out of like high school. He's got to go to a college somewhere. And I think right after all this crazy stuff happened with George Floyd and such, he was just like, you know what, maybe going to uh, HBCU won't be such a bad thing. And, you know, while he might be just joking or maybe he's very serious or maybe just contemplating out loud um, via social media, um, he, <laughs> if he were to do this, if he were to go to an HBCU, he would effectively change literally everything. Um, you change at this point how kids go from high school to the pros, you know, either they can, they have the option now to go to college for a year, you can go and play international for a year, or you can go and um, join the D-League, which is the NBA's like under league, you know, you have to play the D-League to get to the NBA sometimes, um, if you're not good enough or something like that, right? So not even good enough, just like if you're injured or you have setbacks, whatever the circumstance is, in order for you to stay kind of in the NBA realm you know they'll you know put you in the d league you know see what you got right um again if, if this could happen that would be great that would be not only great for hbcus it'll be great for taking down the ncaa 
um, who make billions of dollars off backs of all of the players who get absolutely no money for any likeness. I think this year would be the first year where they could do things like get paid for endorsements and things of that nature. But, you know, the situation is, is, is just like this. Like, you know, there's no reason to go to one of those top colleges anymore. It's the allure is gone. It's not it's not what it used to be anymore. Like back when it, the Fab Five was, you know, going on with, you know, back in Michigan in the 90s with, you know, Jalen Rose and Chris Webber and, and, the, and the crew. Like it's, it's not the same. Like even last year when Zion was with Duke, it's not the same. These guys come to college for a year. They know that a year from now, like at a certain point in the season, a year from now, I'm going to be rich. Like they know that. Can you imagine knowing your future and just having to bide your time? That's crazy to me. I, I felt like that's the same thing that Clowney had to do after he um, won the SB, hit that kid in the face from Michigan in that bowl game and went and got that fucking ball back because they tried to cheat us in that bowl game. But I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go into it right now. But we went and got that fucker back, bitch. But anyway, I think that. I think that. Um, you know, that's kind of what happened to Clowney. You know, he's sitting there looking at his, his future. Like, next year this time, I'll be in the NFL and I'll be super rich. So why should I play college, right? You know, that kind of thing. So I, you know, I look at that and I totally get it and understand why these kids wouldn't want to go to college because F that. You know what I'm saying? Especially if college isn't your thing. Especially if college was never on your list. Um, F that. You know what I mean? Um, so it'd be really dope. And I think, and like I was telling a friend of mine, like, if you think about it, they're at a place now where if you go to an HBCU versus an NC, you know, like a, like a division one school or something like that, like a Duke or whatever. Right. Um, and if we look at, you know, football, so Alabama or LSU, you know, and these big conferences, SEC, you know, all of these different big 10, all of these conferences. If you go to one of those schools versus the HBCU right now, today, you don't have the same exposure right now. Today, you don't have the ability to be seen, you know, on TV. You don't have the ability to have those great marquee matchups, all that kind of stuff. That won't matter when the kids are able to do their endorsements and get paid. That stuff won't matter because they'll be getting the money. And the money will be the only thing that's important. So they don't care about being on TV. They don't care about other people knowing, you know, their name. Because ultimately, if they can get these endorsement deals and be all over the place and get these commercials and get paid for their likeness, then that is the exact same thing. That's the exposure right there. So now you don't even have to have too much, uh, you know, tape, you know, more or more tape, right? You don't have to have more tape. Now, to me, it makes sense to try to go to some sort of university or establishment so you can kind of hone in on your craft. Because I'm sorry, come out of high school, you don't know everything there is to know about anything. So you still need further training. So I get wanting them to go to college. I get that to get that experience, you know, more coaching, different situation, different atmosphere, different states. You know, I get that. And I'm with that 100%. But, you know, I'm also with those kids not not making billions and billions of dollars from fucking colleges and getting scraps, a meal plan and free tuition. Like, I'm sorry, that is not, that's not enough. And I am, and you're talking, and this is somebody who has over $50,000 worth of student loan debt. You know what I'm saying? Like, so no, it's not good enough. It's not fucking enough. That's not enough. 
I didn't put my life or my body on the line to go to college either. You know what I'm saying? Like they did. So they deserve what they deserve. Understood? So that's how I feel about it. But no, if they went and they changed it up and went to an HBCU, this would change the game. And then not just like just like there's been a, an awakening about Juneteenth in this country um, across the board. I think HBCUs will have that awakening. I think they had the first awakening when Beyonce came through with the homecoming. Uh, well, not the first, but the first one in a long time. I think it, uh, the white band kids watched Drumline, which I know they did because I was in college when it came out and we watched it with a bunch of white kids and they loved the fuck out of it. That's another one that helps you to understand HBCU experience, you know, from a, from a musical at that time, from a musical standpoint. Um, but, you know, it's a totally different situation. It's a totally different uh, way of life, as it were. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of wish I went to a HBC now. Now that I think about it, um, my mindset was that the the world wasn't predominantly black, so I needed to go to college and learn how to deal with everyone. Where I missed the boat was I grew up on Hilton Head and went to Hilton Head High School, melting pot, predominantly white, but a melting pot of people. So I had that experience. I should have went to a black college. But I didn't, and that's okay. That's okay. I'm 36 years old, and I don't really regret that. But if I had it to do over again, I would certainly consider it. Um. So let's see what we got. What we got? What we got? I have written down fake celebrities. Fake celebrities. Fake celebrities. So this is in regards to my girl B Simone. Um, she's one of my favorite little Instagram influencer comedy blah 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 whatever whatever whatever. She's one of these people that's on Instagram that makes jokes, makes cute little thirty to to one minute videos, right quick gives you a nice little chuckle, a little laugh, and keeps it pushing. You know what I mean? Um. She had done well over the past couple of years. She had had an opportunity to make a million dollars by the time she was 30. And she said she was able to do that because she was able to manifest what she wanted just by simply saying, excuse me, I'm taking an analogy pill. My bad. So, you know, on the surface, these people are okay. But I wrote down that they have no real, nothing real about them, but their content, their content isn't even really real because they're just skits and stuff. These people would bode well if SNL and if we had Mad TV going on still or any other kind of sketch comedy, they would bode well on those shows and they should certainly do those shows. The problem is, is when you do social media and you do comedy on social media, the problem is, is that you have moments where you're, you're just your regular self and then you have the majority of the time when you're playing a character. People have a hard time reconciling those two individuals. So where you, the regular person is just like, hey, I ain't trying to go out there doing all that protesting. I can't be bothered. Blah, 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 blah. The, the influencer or the popular side, right? Having said all of those things, now you look crazy. You look crazy saying that kind of stuff, especially when you see your people in the streets dying or when you see your people in the street getting tear gassed and rubber bullets popping out and all kind of shenanigans. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I will be touching on that um, a little bit later. Um, so 
but yeah, that being rubber bullets and just the overall treatment of police, uh, of the people by the police, okay, um, which has been abysmal at, at the best, at best. So as you know, so basically, uh, B. Savone had a three strikes and you're out with me. Um, and this happened all within a week. And it's amazing to me that this girl's career spun out of control in a week. Let's give it a week and a half. Let's give it a two week time period where everything was all good two weeks ago. And then damn, hell, everything's on fire, right? So the first strike was she said she took the trainer out and she almost uh, called the protesters animals and such, right? But she didn't say that. She said, you know, she only... Uh, she only trusts God. She doesn't trust man or she doesn't answer to man. She answers to God. Why would she be going out here doing all that stuff? That's stuff that an angry black woman would do. So that's strike one. Because what do you mean? So do you mean the protesting is something that angry black woman would do? Um, are you saying that the looting is something that angry black woman would do? Because that's disrespectful and bullshit. And I want to drop kick you in your um, shaved up eyebrow for saying that kind of shit. Okay? Because even if that is some shit that angry black women do fix, why are you saying that shit? During these times when you're dealing with so many other things? Right? Read the fucking room, bitch. Right? Um, so it's like, what are you saying? So that was strike one. Strike two was when she decided to come out her face talking about nine to five. She said that she... Uh, Nick Cannon, she did an interview with Nick Cannon's radio show. She said to Nick Cannon that that man can, her man who she's looking for, cannot have a nine to five. She don't want no nine to five man. She need a man that's an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs should be with entrepreneurs and that basically you have, um, and that she wants to be able to say to her man, if she, you know, he, he needs to understand why well, I'm up at 3, 3 a.m. in the morning doing this, that, and the other, so these emails checking this, hey, you want to go do this? No, I got a meeting over here in this, in this state, da, 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 da. She wants this, uh, she wants this, uh, this relationship with this man who, by all accounts, is going to be emotionally unavailable for her, but he will be able to provide money, provide gifts, um, treat you lavish, fly you out places, He'll be able to match your greatness, match your money, match everything for you. But I have a feeling that this guy in particular is not, um, you know, he's no John Legend. He's no Kobe Bryant. He's no man who's going to step up to the plate and be the man that you want ultimately. Because you can say you want these things now, but really what it boils down to, once you finish accomplishing what you are going to accomplish, you want somebody who's going to be there for you. You want somebody who's going to be there to take care of you and at your worst, love you at your best and do whatever you see what i'm saying like the shit that actually fucking matters so that was strike two right so i didn't trip about the nine to five thing i thought that was ridiculous i understood where she was trying to come from with that she said that she didn't have a beef with people that had nine to fives obviously everybody has to work um however she said it was a mind frame she didn't want somebody that that had to go and work hard for somebody else she wants somebody who's working hard for themselves. And I can understand that. But my thing is, is that when you say words like that, you discount the hustle. You discount the hustle because there's people that work a nine to five and then they get off and then they work a six to 10. You know what I mean? And that could be on their business. That could be at another part-time job. That could be wherever. But either way it goes, the fact that they have that second thing to do is the hustle. A lot of people's second thing to do is the family. That's a different hustle. You understand? So I don't get where she's coming from with this bullshit. So I'm going to let her be 30 and dumb 
and say these things and when she looks back in about five years she'll be like god damn i was dumb because that's what you do i'm 36 believe me i was dumb at 30 i thought i had it together at 30 i was dumb fuck that right so strike three was um she came through strike three was a big blow like i i didn't even see this one coming strike three was a plagiarism situation and this is actually like a real thing because you know they canceled her the other two times but it wasn't a real thing like ah well you know whatever you didn't like what she said okay cool bah, 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 bah. right but this one that the plagiarism apparently the young lady wrote a book and released it back in april and apparently it had a bunch of you know quizzes and tests and you know little activities that you could do in them and apparently she took a lot of that stuff straight off of pinterest um robbed other bloggers of their content and didn't even change up the sheets that's the part that killed me i was like well damn she could if you're gonna cheat you at least gotta switch this thing around or something it's ridiculous so um so that was strike three so she's kind of out for me um, i'm not trying to say that i unfollowed her off instagram i don't wish you know I don't wish anything bad on her, but I do think that it is time for her to sit back and, and understand that things can go a certain way. When you start feeling yourself a bit too much, when you start um, forgetting the purpose, I think that's when things kind of rival out of control. And I think that that's where we've got to get an understanding about what is the ultimate goal. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't care about her personal life or whatever, but just looking at her career for two weeks, she fucked it up, okay? <laughs> you made a million dollars last year. You done well with your cosmetics company, you know, um, and apparently a book, okay? Um, but, you know, here we go. Um, the thing that tripped me out about this circumstance or the situation was that Meek Mill decided to chime in that he didn't understand why everybody was so mad at her and it, just because she finessed a little bit. A little bit? She plagiarized and sold it and people bought it and she made millions of dollars or a million dollars allegedly on some of this stuff. Maybe pre-orders, maybe that predated like back to last year or whatever. But like, it's not like it's a little bit. Like, I'm just saying, it's not like she, um, I don't know. With something basic, they'd be like, "Oh, y'all mad about that?" You know, it's not like that. It, it, this is this is something big because again, this is content you're putting out, and you're probably gonna want to sell another book. You're probably gonna want to sell more things. I don't see how you're gonna do that. I don't see how anybody's gonna buy something from you and believe that you wrote it, unless you know it's like a, a biography or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or autobiography, whatever. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, so between the three. The three influencers, there's um there's B Simone, there's Desi, who I love Desi. B Simone and Desi did a lot of skits together. And then there's pretty V, um, Vina. Uh, she's dope to me too. I give V a pass because Vina has actually been um, speaking out about things. She speaks out about things. And also I, I, I can see where her loyalties lie um, outside of other, like this, this influencer bullshit you know what i'm saying i can tell that she's not somebody who is just out here saying whatever you know what i'm saying so that's why i gave pretty v a pass now we'll see if that bites me in the ass later but you know these other ones they got to do better you know um i think it would have been best if they literally said nothing like if you said nothing about the situation i think you would have came out much much better i don't think that the bloggers would have had too much to say about you rocking and stealing their shit um i don't think 
I don't think that would have happened if you weren't in the news so heavy about everything else. Also, I don't think that it would have picked up so much traction had you not had two other things that had everybody already like, what the fuck is wrong with B. Simone? So it's like things like this, you know, uh, things start to compound. And that's, and that's the fucked up part, you know? So, um, so, you know, I can't. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to move on from that. Um, move right and right on from that. Um, the next thing on my list is Kente Cloth. Kente Cloth. Um, those of you, uh, maybe about a week or two ago, um, the senators took a knee. It was a terrible, terrible display um, of bullshit. They took a knee. Yeah, they took a knee um, and they had Kente Cloth around their necks. Um, and they took that knee for eight minutes and 46 seconds, which was the amount of time that, um, the bitch ass pig had his knee on George Floyd's neck, which subsequently killed him. Of course. Right. I just want to say this. I would like for everyone to leave Kente Cloth alone. Okay. If you are not of an African tribe or someone who is aware of what Kente Cloth is outside of nice, then I need you to, I need you to leave it alone. Just leave it alone, okay? Because it, it, this doesn't make any sense. It's not helpful. You people are out of control. Um, I was pretty frustrated and confused. I wasn't mad, but I was lost. I was like, why Why do they have this kente cloth? I'm like, what is going on here? That's a sacred cloth. That's sacred shit. Like, that'd be the same as them putting on dashikis. Like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? I get it. What you guys are doing is things we don't need you to do. What we need you to do is fix legislation. We need better laws. We need the police to be held accountable. We need to be able to pass more no-knock laws where you can't just bust into somebody's house in the middle of the night talking about you serving them a motherfucking warrant and then when they try to defend themselves and shoot at y'all, then y'all kill this girl who's in her bed asleep. You see what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just can't be bothered. I just can't be, like, you guys are really doing them out. So, I was, I was fairly aggravated by that fairly aggravated by that um i just can't i don't know who who said this was a good idea i don't know what black intern had to hit the hit the uh submit button on the cart okay i don't know who had to go to the store and say oh i need about five i need about 10 of these right here you know what i'm saying like i don't know who did this but i i hate them i do okay you made a bad decision you should have said you were sick or something like that i don't know i don't know so I just don't, I can't, I just can't. All I need you guys to do is just pass the laws. Just pass the laws, you know? Um, Make sure Brianna's killers can get fired and then arrested. Can we do that? Can we make sure that the fella in Atlanta that was charged for murder, can we make sure he gets convicted? You know, it's things like that. Like, I really don't care about y'all kneeling. I don't care about y'all kinta cloth. I don't care about none of that. Y'all need to understand what y'all need to be doing. Because y'all are thoroughly fucked up. Okay? Um, I have written down here that protests and looting and stuff. Okay? So I said earlier the police was tripping. I think we all saw all kinds of craziness going on. The police um, pushed down in, in, in Buffalo, New York. NYPD in general. And in um, all of the other New York police departments and, and, and the like. 
they've really been tripping. I'm not, I don't know what's going on. I, I mean, I, I know, I know that, um, I know that the president gave an order for them to be more forceful with the protesters because, see, the president's a damn fool. And he thinks that because, you know, the protests were going on for so long that this makes the governors and the state officials look weak and that you need to take control and all of the stuff, which again, taking control doesn't have to be dispersing the protest. Taking control could simply be having less police presence. You could simply allow the peaceful protesters to do the peaceful protesting that they were doing. And then you guys can, you you know, you can react and go to certain places and deal with the looting. Like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. So we saw lots of things. We saw people get shot with rubber bullets and lose eyes and get shot in the back and get infected. Um, it's a rubber bullet. It's a bullet with rubber around it. So it's not like it's safer. If you get shot point blank range, you're going to die. Okay. You get shot in the head, you're going to die. You could lose an eye. You know what I'm saying? All of these things and all of these things have happened actually. Um, you know, and it's just, it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Um, let's see what else. Oh, we saw police officers in Buffalo push a 75 year old man down so hard he hit his head and he started bleeding out of his ears. Yeah. Your president later said about a week later said that that probably was Antifa and probably wasn't even real. Cause he, he didn't even get pushed that hard. So I think he was acting. Yep. That's what that motherfucker said. That is exactly what that motherfucker said. So I said, wow, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah. I have written down here that there's plenty of video because I think a lot of people are convinced that the protesters are the ones that, um, the protesters are the ones that, um, we're doing the looting and all the damage and stuff, but we have tons of video showing not only are they not the protesters, but they're white people, white girls, white men, just tearing shit up, starting stuff on fire, giving bricks to young black kids. Here, here guys, we're about to leave. You know, that kind of stuff. Like, nah, that is not what we're here to do. We're not here to do any of that stuff. So cut it. You know what I mean? And it's, it's very frustrating, but I'm glad we have that video. I'm glad that we have something to document. Um, and as a side, as a side, the young lady that reported the George Floyd death, um, a lot of people have been tripping about her, but my thing is, is we needed that video. I'm sorry. Do you guys think for one second that if she didn't have that video, if we didn't have that video, that those people would be arrested right now? Cause I know they wouldn't. I know they wouldn't. They would have said they basically did what they had to do while he, he, he died. You saw the the um, the corner, the first corner medical examiner's report. Oh yeah, he had hypertension and and, and and he had diabetes and all that heart problems, and that's what contributed to his death. That's what they were going to say. That's what they were going to say. They were going to lie if they didn't have a separate or independent, you know, an independent, um, you know, thing. What am I trying to say? independent autopsy perfect uh so it's just like if they didn't have that independent autopsy that's what they would have lied about they would have kept this thing going oh george floyd just like they tried to say that those kids killed themselves by hanging themselves on a fucking tree because they were depressed about motherfucking covid covid19 like get the fuck out of here uh so it's just like what are y'all doing 
What are y'all doing, right? So then you people say, oh, well, you kids are out here protesting. The best protest is the vote. Go out here and get your vote together, right? Cool. Cool. Cool, right? Voting issues. So Tuesday, like I told you, two Tuesdays ago, we voted. I said that. I started the episode off with that about the other shenanigans. Okay, but North Carolina, South Carolina, Nevada, it actually it's Nevada, South Carolina, and Georgia had significant voter issues. Significant. There was counties in my state, South Carolina, that were still trying to vote at 11 p.m. Georgia had tons of technical issues that they shouldn't have. Okay, not in 2020. And Nevada, same thing. So the voter suppression is real. And the problem is, is that when you tell the kids this isn't the way to go and you give them another way and that way is corrupt as fuck or is is not um, is not uh, a viable option. Now you've got the kids looking at you like, why the fuck would we vote? Why would we vote? Look what happens when we try to vote. You see what I'm saying? Now, I would also like to remind the children and the people who feel this way, if your vote did not count, they would not work so goddamn hard to make sure that you did not do it. Just keep that in mind, like in the back of your mind. Because I get it. I get it. But if your vote didn't count, they wouldn't work so hard to suppress it. I promise you that. I promise you that. Okay? Um, let's see what we get. What else? Racism in Hollywood. People losing jobs on social media. Disney movies going crazy. Right. Right. So people are losing their jobs. Um, racism in Hollywood. I don't know why I wrote that down per se, but I will say that people have been losing their jobs, not just in Hollywood for being racist, but just in regular life. Um, there was two ignorant motherfuckers who, during a Black Lives Matter protest past their house or building or whatever, they decided to get out there and em- emulate the George Floyd murder, which had one fella who worked for the New Jersey Corrections uh, Department he was kneeling on another fella's neck who was a FedEx worker, okay? FedEx worker. Um, they have both been fired, okay? FedEx fired that motherfucker immediately. And, you know, the correction in New Jersey, correction, they had to take a minute, but they did their investigation and fired him too. Um, Amy Cooper was fired. Uh, that's the one that called the, called the police on the bird watching fella. Um, black man was attacking her or filming her or making her feel uncomfortable whatever the fuck she said she got fired um in my personal life not necessarily personal life but in my local life we have lots of people who um they just think that they can say whatever they want to say on facebook and on these facebook like pages and you know like newspaper facebook posts like you guys think you can say whatever you want to say and people aren't going to track you down like the best thing I could do is tell you people, if you're going to be like this, make sure that when you're on your Facebook, that your information is not correct. Make sure that your workplace is not there. Make sure that your, you know, information that you wouldn't want to get out if you were out here doing fuck shit, wouldn't get out. That just makes the most sense. Change up your job. Make sure that nobody can see that stuff. Because what's happening is, is you guys are being disrespectful, rude, and bigoted, racist, all of these things. And then people are going to your page and seeing that you work at Lexington Medical. 
and seeing that you work at this place and work at that place. And then they're going and they're sending messages to your boss, your employer, who they probably all major employers probably have a section set up right now for these types of situations. So now they're getting these things in there and now they have to do the investigation and you're out of here because not for one second does the company want to look racist because it's always about that dollar. And black people spend money quick. I actually wrote down here, I wrote down here that black people spend money so quickly from the time we get money, our money stays with us a total, a maximum or an average of six hours before we spend the dollar. That's how quickly we spend it. It could be in bills, it could be in just, you know, being frivolous, it could be in whatever, right? But our money is spent very quickly. So that's why these companies now have this Black Lives Matter thing going on. That's why they want to do all these things. Oh, everybody's down for Black Lives Matter now. Now everybody's trying to take a knee now. Now everybody's talking about Colin Kaepernick this and Colin Kaepernick that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We peeped it too. We peeped it too. So we're not surprised. We're not surprised. Um, Starbucks just walked back some shenanigans. Starbucks said that, that people couldn't wear Black Lives matter shirts and all that stuff so then black twitter decided to cancel them and they came back and they said whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. we meant we'll make a t-shirt for our people that says starbucks black lives are we got it that's what ended up happening with that situation and um to be perfectly honest with you starbucks can suck a dick because we still remember when y'all called the police on them two brothers that was literally there for a business meeting we still remember that so so fuck Starbucks and, I, and fuck everybody that drinks it because what are y'all doing? Um, uh, let's see what else I got on my sheet here. I have ATO cops kill another charged with felony mur murder cops call out. Right. Oh, right. So that was just last week. That was just literally last weekend when uh, they shot and killed Rayshard Brooks in a Wendy's parking lot in Atlanta, Georgia. Young man, young man, he was 27 years old. Young man legit fell asleep in his car in the drive-thru at Wendy's. He was going to get food. They had just um, celebrated his daughter's birthday earlier that day. Him and his wife went out, had a couple of drinks, literally a couple. I think he drank one drink and then maybe half of that next drink. And he went out to get something to eat and all of that. And he fell asleep. He's probably exhausted. You know how much the child turned eight years old. He was exhausted. Okay. Had a couple of drinks too. He was ready to knock out for the night. Understand that. Right. So, um, they, I don't know. Wendy's called the police, I guess. Somebody call the police. They wake, wake him up, get him out of there. You know, he talks to the police officer for like 30 minutes. They get him to do a field sobriety test. He fails it because he's just a little over and um when they go to arrest him that's when the struggle so we, we we learn later that he's on probation so any interaction with the police means he's going back to jail so that was part of the struggle um during the struggle he grabbed for the taser took the taser from the guy that killed him and he was running he turned around with the taser shot the taser the taser literally bounced and wasn't even in the vicinity of the cop the cop pulls the gun pow 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 shoots him two times in the back one gun, one uh, bullet goes into uh, a driver that's in the drive-through for Wendy's. Okay, obviously, there's tons of video of this situation. 
obviously you've got tons of witnesses in this situation. Um, this was kind of open and shut, but I will say that they went ahead and they, they gave, they, they did the most on this one. They did the most on this one and said that they would go ahead and make this, um, uh, felony murder, felony murder. And I think the other cop, he gets, uh, accessory or some shit like that. Um, I think the biggest issue is with, uh, the felony murder is when he, um, when the cop uh, shot him, he went over. They didn't do CPR. They didn't try to save his life, and they went over. And uh, he said he got the got it got got him, and then he kicked him. Apparently, kicked him. So, you know, it's fucked up. The young man had already done an interview about how his life was hard after jail, and how he was just trying to do better and wanted to do this, that, and the other. So it was really hard to watch that on the news because he was simply talking about the same shit that um, he was running from on the night that he got killed. And I feel really bad because, again, he was 27 years old. 27 years old. So he's literally like, if he had a birthday this year, he's 10 years younger than me. Gone. Dad, gone. Husband, gone. You know? Fucked up. Um, I did read that they, um, I think uh, two of the uh, two two local black businesses, Slutty Vegan and another company, I can't remember the name of that company, but they actually bought a car for for her, um, donated it to her, and then gave her some money too, so that she could take care of her business. Um, you know, it's a blessing, blessing on blessings um, for her and the family. I'm sure she needed it and wasn't expecting that type of love and stuff. So, bless her. And them damn kids. So crazy. Another one. And another one by some motherfucking dust, you know? So, so no. Girl, from Facebook post. We all can't just be happy. Because until black people can, can jog. And then until black people can sleep in their house. Until black people can... Uh, just live their fucking life without getting killed. Okay? Nobody can be happy. It's just that. It's just like that. Until everybody's happy, nobody can be happy. And that's just the way it is. So, that's where we're at. Um, let's see. Oh, pancakes. Pancakes pancakes so also i guess the past what week thing this week is the aunt jemima uncle ben's uh what quaker i can't remember the name of the other quaker people the other people yeah it's just a bunch of craziness man they they basically uh (laughs) they basically are changing up these names and stuff because oh all of a sudden now it's racist all of a sudden now it's stereotypical you know it's like um it's amazing to me why people really do take things to the next level um but i think a lot of times what we have to remember is that this is nice this is really awesome that you guys are paying attention to this but like um again we just need to pass the fucking laws like like i really don't want to i don't care about auntie mama i don't care about uncle ben i get it i get it okay i get it you know i had a conversation with a friend of mine who said that she, um, when she was a kid, she was 10 years old, went swimming at the Y, 
had to put her hair in a um, bandana because it was wet or whatever. It had frizzed up and they called her angel mama. You know, so I get it. Nobody wants to deal with mammy, right? Nobody wants to deal with that kind of shit because that shit reminds you of slavery. That shit reminds you of a time where we were supposed to grin and bear it, right? So I get it. I get it. That's like last on the list. Like, I'm serious. Like, we need to get these voting laws together. We need to get all these things together. And then once we're done with the important things, then we can say, and get at your mama ass off the damn box. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't want us to get distracted from what actually matters. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, last thing I think I want to talk about today is going to be, um, it looks like a, her name is, um, Cariel Horn. I think that's her name, Cariel. It's not Carol. It's not quite Carol. Not easy, right? It's Cariel. Um, Horn. She was a police officer for 19 years with the Buffalo, um, police department. And she stepped in and stopped one of her police, um, one of those police, uh, officers that she worked with, one of her colleagues, maybe even a partner, from a, a deadly chokehold about to kill this guy. And because she stopped that, they did an investigation and fired her. I guess that was insubordination. I have no idea. I have no idea what the justification was, but she had been fired for X amount of years already. And um, she was on the breakfast club first, so I heard the story first, and then the next day I saw her story on um, Good Morning America. And, um, it's just very frustrating and I'm just hoping and praying that they can do something to get her pension back to her because you know to have worked someplace for 19 years and 20 years is the mark for your pension like that god damn y'all really really fucked her over with it so um you know I know that they started like a GoFundMe and I'm sure that GoFundMe will probably exceed whatever her pension was gonna be but they did say that her pension and everything that she was lost like they did say that she lost about eight hundred thousand dollars. So, hey, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, get her her money. So I I pray that that's you know in the works. Um, she's got enough traction, news attention, and such. So hopefully they'll help her out. Um, hopefully they'll do the right thing, and um, and give her her damn money. End of story. Um trying to think of what else I've got last thing on my list is latest cancellations we got Wendy's Chick-fil-A and Taco Bell uh Taco Bell canceled I guess because they said <laughs> they said they couldn't um a boy came to work and he had a Black Lives Matter mask on and the woman told him he couldn't wear that and he said nowhere in the policy is it that da, 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 blah, blah, blah. it's a big old deal on a video and basically um Basically, they went home and checked the handbook with nothing that says you couldn't have that, blah, blah, blah. So they ultimately um, came back and said, no, that shouldn't have happened. Okay. He can wear his mask, uh, blah, 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 blah. So again, nobody eats a Taco Bell. People I know don't eat a Taco Bell anyway. But I mean, just watch what you put in your body. That's all I ask, especially when dealing with Taco Bell. Okay. Uh, Chick-fil-A has been on the cancel list for a long time. Um, I personally hadn't canceled them because I enjoy Chick-fil-A food, but, um, you know, they're on that list too, with the people that donate significantly to Donald Trump, 
Of course, they don't like the gays. They believe in conversion therapy. I mean, it's like Mike Pence times a million with chicken and lemonade. You know what I mean? And so they're on the list. And then Wendy's is on the list for um, also donating significantly to Trump. And then I think I think more importantly, they should be canceled for calling the police on Rayshard Brooks, who was simply sleeping in his car. Somebody could have simply said, hey, man, wake up, woke him up and he'd have been good to go. You see what I'm saying? Like, I just I'm bugged out about the situation. So those are the latest cancellations, guys, just in case you were wondering, just in case you were wondering. Um, and that's what we got. Now, I know that this is fairly long, it's like an hour and a half. And that's my bad. But I knew I had to have a lot to talk about. A lot going on. Um, I think it's important for everybody to know when dealing with people, you guys have got to um, start thinking. Think before you open your mouth because literally anything is getting people fucked up out here, okay? And that's just that. Fucked up financially, fucked up physically, whatever the circumstances. I've seen countless amount of videos where black people have been getting the best of white people. my favorite one right now to date, and I watch this one from time to time when I'm feeling down, is a black woman uh, must have passed a white woman on the left, okay? I don't know what highway they were on. I don't know why this matters. But that must have happened. And then um, she called her a nigger out of the window, I'm guessing. And then they decided to ride to the police department because the white woman was going to press charges on the black woman. But... Little does she know, wherever they was at, calling a black person a nigger is a hate crime. And so, um, yeah. You can just imagine how that went down at the police department. Um, spoiler alert. The white woman cries and the black woman is victorious. Okay? Um, find that video if you want to. Find that video if you want to. It's very funny. If you want to see it, I can send it to you. Um, just, just shoot me a text or something if you know me like that. Um, anyway, uh, so just, just get your people. Just, just get your people. I don't know the next, I don't know what the next verses is going to be. I'm looking forward to something really good. Um, quite frankly, I've missed them. I've missed being able to sit and enjoy music. It's one of my favorite things, my favorite pastime. So I pray we have another one of those. I pray we have no more cop shootings between now and the time that I, um, record again um and i pray that you know people can just use their heads before they open their mouth i think it's important it's very important um so y'all just work on that um and last things last um the numbers are getting higher for covid i know we talked a lot a whole bunch of stuff but there is a pandemic in the background this story and um i think Friday, it was like 3,800 people in Florida, and then another 4,000 the next day, and 4,200 in Texas. I think we've had 1,000 new cases every day for the past couple of days now, maybe three or four days. So the spike is real. Uh, So real that, in fact, we were supposed to go back to work at the end of this month, and they told us they were not even coming back. So, like worst scenario worst case scenario um you know we probably won't come back for the rest of the year i mean that's best case scenario for me but i think it's worst case scenario for the company but um we'll see how this goes man i expect to be back and work around october maybe so we'll see we'll give it a week like i said before in my previous episode 
we'll give it a week and see what that, see what happens and see how this goes. If we can flatten the curve again, if we can get our life, then maybe we'll be better off. But I don't I don't have much faith in the people because the people are so ridiculous about the goddamn masks and about washing their hands and their clothes and just being clean. They're really ridiculous. So who knows? So y'all be safe. Wash your hands. Get your hand sanitizer popping. Okay. Wear your mask, please. Okay. And just try to, you know, love everybody. E-L-E. Everybody love everybody. All right. Well, it's been Mill Speaks. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I've talked enough. I have talked enough. And I know, I know I got to go. I got to go. Plus, I got to, what time is it? It's almost 930. Goddamn, I got my show to watch. All right, y'all. Y'all hold it down. I appreciate y'all always rocking with me. Uh, you can follow me on um, Instagram at Mills the Virgo and Mills Speaks. You can also follow my photography page, Mills Shoots. Um, got new pictures up over there. Um, also, please make sure you follow Own It. Own It. Own It Creations on IG and Twitter. Um, and I think it's Owner, Own It Create on Facebook. Okay. Um, follow that. That's the good homie Rachel's business. Um, I just ordered some more candles and wax or wax uh, melts and such um, to get me right around here. I hate I hate smells. Okay, so I love that I have a plethora of these um, wax melts and such to keep, to keep to get us right. Like a good bit of my friends that I told about this have ordered. Um, so I'm going to have to get some more people to order. You guys make sure you uh, visit the website www.ownitcreations with an s at the end um and just order something for my girl all right that's my good judy now um that's all i got i'm out holla